The market is volatile. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> With all the news that is circling from Russia and Ukraine, inflation and recession, banks collapsing, interest rates, job cuts, and so much more, it's easy to see why. Our human nature is to hold on to what we have. We're gatherers by nature. The problem is, is this mentality can lead to many problems when investing as the decisions that you make are around not losing money and making poor investment decisions nonetheless. Today, I want to discuss four key things that if you'll keep in mind and it will keep you calm and keep investing and you will win in this volatile market. If you'll stick to these basic principles, I have no doubt you will walk out of this market a champion. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on the Financial Mirror as we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as you release. If you are on whatever podcast platform that you enjoy listening to this on, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Five-star reviews, written comments go a long way in helping to grow the community and just continue to build more uh better stewards of, of personal finances out there. So, you know, this, this is a great opportunity. I'm glad you found us if if that's if, if you're listening on a podcast, but all, all the more support, uh, just continue to share this with more and more people. So I wanted to first, so today's episode is all about investing. It's all about um, making sure that you're, you're doing those things uh, that are right so that you can win in this volatile market, as you heard in the intro. But real quick, I wanted to say, Tax season is coming to an end, so uh, I want to give you your pre-warning because uh, this is coming up very, very soon. So April 18th is the tax filing deadline uh, for the IRS. So go ahead and if you haven't already, go ahead and finish your taxes. Go ahead and hop on that piece and get that complete. It's not going to get better with time. So go ahead and jump in and knock that out. Um, also, I hope you got a chance to watch or listen to the marriage series that I did with with my wife the last two weeks. If you did not, go check it out. Uh, we talked about everything from you know budgeting as a couple to some some talks you need to have before getting into a marriage or if you're already in a marriage. Hopefully, it gives you some just some eye opening uh, topics that you can have a conversation with your spouse on, uh, or if you're about to get married, your your fiance or whatever. Uh, just to sort of get you in the right mindset and when you're having those conversations around finances and your relationship, because as we discussed in the, in the, in the series, and I don't want to belabor this point because today we're talking about investing, but finances are a huge driving factor of divorces in, in the country, right? So getting ahead of that and talking about it early, um, is great. So two points of view in that episode, me and my wife, you get to hear both. Uh, you get to hear how we've sort of navigated and talked about it. So go check it out if you haven't. And also, I want you to know that coming up uh, in the next in the next series is a increase your net worth series. So uh, that'll be coming up, and and I hope that you are looking forward to that. And so don't forget to, to continue to tune in so you can see when that drops. 
Uh, it's going to be a great series. It really is. It's all about you being able to increase your net worth while you know doing all of these things that we go over uh, from a financial perspective. But I wanted to take a moment just today. Uh, there are a lot of big things happening at the Financial Mirror, and I'm so happy to have you along the journey and, and appreciate the support uh, over the past few years of, of growing this. And uh, it's really, really been an amazing experience and, and uh, I've, I've enjoyed it. So thank you so much. Thank you for all those that reach out and, and, and talk about how much this is helping you or how much you enjoy listening uh, to the stream. So, you know, much appreciated. Uh, but let's jump in. So volatility is not going anywhere anytime soon. Okay. Volatility is not going anywhere anytime soon. And I'm saying that for the simple fact that we have a market that is is going up and down. If you heard me at the beginning, you you heard me talk about how the market is being influenced by all these other things, right? Like you've got every single thing that happens, there's an influence by um you know er everything, right? Everything is is being influenced by by something else. So um the market is being influenced by all these outside factors. Now, why like like what is that like like why how, how, how can all these factors influence a market well it's just like uh anything else when everything is going good you're going to get a lot of people jumping on right like let's think back you know the most recent example is like covid right the market had had like in two months had just collapsed right in two months and then all of a sudden all of the this money started coming. And people are like, "Oh, like we're, we're rebounding. We're getting all the government stepping in. We're doing all these things. We're getting like this is rebounding. We hit a bottom, and then all of a sudden, boom, explodes. What happened along that whole entire explosion? People were jumping on, right? Like people were not wanting to miss out. You know, FOMO, fear of missing out. They wanted to let me get my money in there, and then it grew, 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 grew. Some people stuck around. Some people that was just a quick, quick buck, and they moved on. For others, they stuck around. And they tried to continue to invest. Well. Now, over the past, you know, however many 18 months ish of this like up and down volatility market, people are jumping off. People are like literally jumping off this thing. And so the more that jump off, the more the market becomes volatile because you got people are like, oh, well, now this is its new bottom. And then you get some more people to jump on and then boom, it collapses again. Like, oh, no, now this is and it's a constant investing game of like people like jumping on and off um, the thing. Uh, Dave Ramsey always says the only people that lose, uh, the only people, the only people that get hurt on a roller coaster are those that jump off. And I think that that's a great example of of investing, right? Like you're going to get hurt. You're going to get smoked if you jump off the roller coaster. If you jump out of the 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 what are they called cabooses? Like I don't know, like little like like carts, carts maybe. <laughs> if you jump out of the the roller coaster cart, we'll go with that you will get hurt if the ride is going on. So just stick along the ride. And that's what this whole episode is about. It's just, it's just sticking in, in with the with the investing, with the volatility, because there's so much going on. People are unsure. That leaves them on the fence. They're like bullish. They're bearish. They're It's all over the place. But if you will stick to it, you will win. So I want to go over real quick, just four points, four simple points. And I'm telling you, like I'm going to say these and you're going to be like, Dude, you have said that a thousand times, but I think it's necessary. And, and I'm going to tell you why I think it's necessary, because 
so many people are reaching out and asking about investing. So many people are reaching out and asking about what should I do next, right? Like that is what a lot of people like the market's up and down. Like what should I be doing right now? And when more and more people are asking that, I can I can see the hesitancy in the mindset, like right? Like you're you're not sure am I doing the right thing or am I not? And if you remember what I said at the intro is we are gatherers by nature. We want to have resources, whatever that that resource is, that is currency, right? Like it could have been like back in the day, it could have been land, it could have been, um, you know, food, it could have been like all these things. And now this like currency that we operate on is money, right? It's it's money. And when we start to lose that and we see it just going away, it's hard to it's hard to just just continue to watch it bleed and watch it go and, and watch it disappear. So I think it's necessary for those reasons, because I want you to remember that this is a long term game. Right. And so if I can hit you with these four topics and I can hit you with them and just remind you of them, uh, I hope that this will go a long ways in just keeping you in that right mindset, because it can get difficult. It can. It can get absolutely difficult to continue to watch markets fluctuate the way they are uh, and watch your money disappear. It can. Uh, but you got to remember the long term. So let's start off with number one. The first thing that I want to tell you is you've got to keep your risk in mind. You've got to match your risk to your current goals. Now, how do you do this? Well, the markets are swinging back and forth. They're going to go up and down. They're going to do all of these things. Now, the thing to keep in mind is that the only thing that you can control is how much you are risking in this said volatile market, right? So if I throw a million dollars out there, I'm risking a million dollars, right? Unless I have some stop loss in there, let's just say I lose it all, I'm risking a million dollars. If I throw out there $10, I'm losing $10. Now, depending on your time horizon, that depends on how much you should be risking, right? So those with a long time horizon, like your ages zero to 30, like you've got a long time horizon, you can take on a little bit more risk at this time with all of the volatility going on, right? Because you have that time horizon to, to build this back up. If you have a shorter time horizon, like you are about to retire in the next five years, that's you should be decreasing the amount of risk that you're taking on because you kind of want to you kind of want to hold on to what you have. Um, now, I say that to say this also that you need to look at your account. You need to look at your and you need to look at your account and remember that this account is going to grow. So before I start saying, um, you know. Oh, you're in a you you have a shorter time horizon. You need to move all this money from your these mutual funds over to uh, CDs or bonds. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying though is that if you are right now putting additional money into investments, you should start to to look at a little bit of a lower risk option. Now, for your current allocations, I would tell you to go talk to a uh, financial advisor and get financial advice. I'm not, I'm not a financial advisor and everything I say is used for educational purposes, uh, just going off histories of the market. But if you need specific financial advice for your account and how you need to manage that, um, I can coach you through principles, but I'm not going to advise you on exactly what to buy and where to move money. 
Uh, Dave Ramsey has small, smart vester pros that allow that. Uh, they can help you with that. Uh, but I stick to coaching specifically. So remember that match your risk to your goals. If your goal is to retire in five years, you need to match your risk to that. If your goal is to retire in 30 years, you can match your risk to that. This example on the screen just shows you how someone that is in that wealth building, you know, phase of their life, 18 to 45, they can take on a little bit more risk, right? As they get a little older, uh, they can take on a little bit more risk. And then all of a sudden they need to start decreasing risk to, to compensate for their shorter time horizon at that point. So that's number one. You need to match your risk to your goals. Number two, and this is the most important piece. You've got to stay invested. You've got to stay invested. Don't get timid right now. Like with all of the the news, with all of the market swings, with all of this stuff going on, don't get timid. Don't start to think, well, you know, I've invested all this money or my account last year was a million dollars and now it's only 800,000 or whatever. Like I don't know what the what your situation looks like. But don't get timid right now. You've got to stay invested. You've got to consistently be putting money into the market because you got to you got to remember the market is all about consistency. If you will continue to put money in there, you will continue to see your money grow over time. Not saying tomorrow, not saying next year, but over time, over that time horizon that you had, you're going to see your money grow. So this is just a visual example, and I'm going to try to walk through it because I think it's very important, but the power of starting early, we all have heard compound interest. We've all talked about it, but what this shows is that you have someone that contributed $6,000 a year um, to a retirement account that earned a 7% return, which is fairly low actually for, for a return, waiting just five years, right? So starting $6,000 investments at age 25 instead of waiting five years to age 30 cost the individual almost half a million dollars, right? So $6,000 a year over five years. So a $30,000 difference in contribution costs the individual $500,000. And and I don't know how else to visually explain this. Like, it's mind-blowing and people choose to wait. People choose to wait. I can't, man, I, I can't do $6,000. So do six hundred. And I can't I can't do six hundred. So do sixty. Like I don't I don't I don't get the the mindset why like it's like I it, it I, I call it um so I've talked about this over the past few days with people at work and, and people um uh you know that that are are doing the whole investment thing um and working and, and trying to 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 do like like different things all at once and, and having trouble like like managing it. Um, but I call it the podcast phenomenon, right? And I, I say this because it's 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 something that that I struggle with, and so I started I put a name on it. Uh, you got to know your own beast, man. This is my beast. So the beast is that I if you can, if I can't sit down and listen to a whole podcast start to finish, I'm like, man, I I don't. There's no point in me even starting it, right? Like if I can't start the podcast and finish the podcast. 
there's like, I'm like, there's no point in me even starting it. And I think that that's a, a, a terrible mindset, right? I think it's a terrible mindset because of the simple fact that you can always hit pause, right? You can always stop. But uh, I always, I always struggle with that. And so I see that a lot with investing as well. Well, I can't invest a thousand dollars. So why not just invest 50? Like, why not invest $20? Like, I don't know what that number is for you, but you've got to remember it's all about consistency. It's all about continuing to grow your money. It has nothing to do with the amount. Obviously, more money will become more in the end, but that's not what it's really about. In all honesty, that's not what it's about because someone that waits is going to end up having less than someone that that started early. And I know this because people that wait, they struggle building that muscle. Investing, saving, controlling spending, all of those things are muscles. You got you got to grow them. You got to get you got to get stronger on them. This is just one of them, but you got to stay invested. You can't time the market. Don't sell all the news that's going on. Don't be that person. Stay invested, invest consistently, you will become wealthy. The next one, number three. So number two was stay invested. Number three is you've got to have cash set aside for emergencies. When you are investing, you are taking on risk. You shouldn't be in, you know, saving for your house down payment in your brokerage account. Uh, it's not going to work out for you most of the time. I'm not going to say all the time, but most of the time. But remember that you need three to six months of expenses set aside for emergencies, right? This little image I thought was funny. If you if you know the little SpongeBob kid, little kid that's got his SpongeBob pajamas on and he's got the he's got he's got his face and he's like, man, my mom made me wear this or something. I don't I don't really know what the face is for, but um, it's it's a very interesting face. But all in all, I I made a little a little meme with it, and it and it says when you finally get a fully funded emergency fund, then the check engine light comes on. So uh, I think that that's that kind of highlights exactly exactly what it is that that we're we're worried about here. But but that's kind of the 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 piece of it is you've got to have money set aside. You've got to let your investments grow, but you can't all of a sudden start to feel like that if I don't, if I don't pull this money out of this investment, I can't pay my bills, right? Like you don't want to get to that point. You don't want to ever have to pull money out of your investment accounts or to pay your bills. I've gotten asked this numerous times, but I want to just highlight it. You should not be pulling money out of your investment or retirement accounts for debt. Man, I've got a dry throat. Goodness gracious. I have sipped water three times and I have a dry throat. Um, But you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't be pulling money out for debt. So I keep having people ask me this. It's never a good idea, but get your savings built up and then start to max out your retirement. That's the, the key here. Get the savings built up, then max out the retirement. Don't try to do both at once. 
get the savings built up, then max out the retirement. You will be better off that way. You will have more wealth building capacity when you do it that way. So follow that because you don't want an emergency to derail your investments. You don't want an emergency to derail your retirement. You don't want an emergency to throw you back in time on your on how you're doing financially. Okay. So keep that in mind. Is keep get the emergency fund built up so that you have it. And and I think that it's 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 a necessary thing. Because of the simple fact that, you know, like like for instance, like for us, we we were going, I don't know if I talked about this or not, but we were flying out uh to go to a wedding and all of a sudden our flight got canceled and uh we showed up to the airport already and it was canceled. And so we came back home because our next we rebooked and and our next flight wasn't for a few hours. We came back home and the house was freezing cold and looked at the air thing. It's like 60 degrees or something like 59 or something like that. And and like, holy smokes, like it's cold in here. Furnace has gone out. Gas furnace had gone out. So guess what that means for us? You know, that that's like an eleven thousand dollar bill, right? Like that's a huge bill. You've got to be ready for that. I didn't know the gas furnace was going to go out, but think about had, you know, I not had an emergency fund and the gas furnace went out 11 grand. Am I going to like, like we're going to, we're going to be walking around the house in snuggies. Like I'm not, I'm not really sure what we're going to do here, but like that's, that changes, like that changes the whole trajectory of your finances. If your gas furnace goes out and obviously we're not just replacing the gas furnace, we're replacing the whole unit, but I didn't want anyone out there to think that works on gas furnaces that I'm literally just replacing a gas furnace for 11 grand. Cause I I'm, I'm sure you were thinking like, man, you were really getting ripped off. <laughs> I'm sure of it. But that's kind of, that's kind of the thing, right? Is that you got to be ready for those things. Cause you don't know when they're going to hit, but remember to stick, stick to your guns, get the mercy fund built up. And then, uh, start investing and get these investments growing. And then number four in, in all of this. So just to recap, number one is let your risk tolerance, your risk match your time horizon, stay invested. Number two, number three is have that cash set aside for emergencies. And number four, you got to stay humble. This market's going to humble you because you'll start to see a little jingle in your pocket. And then all of a sudden, boom, Next day, it just takes a dump and it's just red, 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 bear, 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 bear. And that's that can be tough to look at. It can be tough, especially if you're getting close to retirement and um, you haven't really you know, talked to a smart investor pro or you haven't talked to a financial advisor and really get your finances lined up. But if you are if you are, are seeing that, maybe stop looking at it. Um, but but also remember that when you see it, like that, you're a little humbled. Like and you just stay humble because you've got to believe and have faith that what you're doing is going to work. Don't give up on it. It's it's got history that comes with how I you know tell people and, and educate people on how to how to do it. Um, there's tons of history that goes with it. So don't think that this is some off the wall thing that's never happened before. We've seen markets way worse than they are right now. So re- keep that in mind as you're going through things, and remember that. This will humble you. 
But if you're new to investing, and, and when I say new to investing, I mean like new as in you just started in the past 10 years, you've only felt what it feels like to be in a completely bull market, right? Like it's just been up, 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 up. Yeah, okay, COVID was a small pullback, but there was an explosion right after it. So I don't really count it. The pullback lasted like two months. You haven't seen pullbacks like like right now. I'm not saying that it's a constant pullback for 18 months, but there's been a like pull, like like bear flag, bear pennant type thing going on. Like, and that's the reason why I say like I don't really know. Like, are we at a bottom or is this going to keep pulling back? Like, are we gonna break another uh support level and, and start going lower? Like, I'm not really sure. But what I can say is that this is a, a a massive pullback for the short time that we've seen, right? And if you look at the last 10 years, this one highlights, it, it's up there with, with some decent little pullbacks. Um, COVID being a massive one for two months, it was just, I mean, two, two massive red months. But uh, if you look at, if you know, future me, you look at it and you're like, man, that thing recovered. Um but all in all, like it's, it's, it's really, it's really been a, a tough 18 months. Uh, we can say that confidently. So remember to stay humble, remember to keep investing and you will win. So investing is a long-term game. It really is. Um, those that come into the market and they try to make quick money, they do end up finding themselves in, you know, avoiding investing because of the losses that they experience. So don't turn this great. We talked about compound interest. We talked about how your money will grow. Don't let all of that greatness turn you into a this into a poor man's game, right? Because it really, really is a great opportunity to grow your money. So you can see right here on the screen. Uh, and if you if you're not, you know, watching this, and you're listening to this on the podcast. You can uh, go pull this up or. Just search stock market history over the years. But I found this um, uh, image of the the market over the last 100 years. So this is literally the last 100 years of the Dow. And you can see that this is a long-term game. Long-term game. Um, we have been through some pretty massive pullbacks over time. Um, and you can see that, that it's oh, over time though, the market has, has steadily gone up. And that's the reason why I want to challenge you to, you know, fix your risk on your time horizon, to stay invested, to have your emergency fund ready for when things happen, right? You're not trying to think about pulling out of here and fourth, just stay humble because this will be a long-term strategy and it will be a long-term game, but in the end you will win if you'll stick to it. So hopefully this this gave you a little encouragement, that this built you up just a little bit so that you could see uh, so, sort of past all the redness, all the news, all the bearishness, all the everything, that you could just see a little bit past that and, and see that this will work out for you. It's just gonna take time, okay? It's just gonna take time. Now. If you are ready to take control of your personal finances, I want you to know that I do personal finance coaching. Uh, this is all about getting you and your finances in order so that you can succeed at this life of, of finances along your financial journey. But uh, I want to be your accountability partner. I want to be the person there to ensure that 
you're on the right track and that you are uh, getting to the goals you want. To do that, though, let's go over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. You'll get to schedule you a free consultation. I said free. Spend about 15 minutes just having a quick chat, video call, um, just to see if, if it's something that is going to be beneficial to you. Um, and so we don't, I don't waste your time. You don't waste my time. And then we, we can come together and say, you know what, this, this will really help you. And this is how, so go on over there and see if you, if that's something that, um, I can help you with, uh, just go schedule the free consultation. And if you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to the forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Um, I continue to add new things, uh, through the season. So, uh, go ahead and see if you can find something on there that, that you want to help support the stream with. Um, and then more importantly, uh, that is a great way to continue to help uh, grow the, the stream itself and, and what goes to into the content that is created. So I want to say thank you once again for continuing to show up continuing to listen, continuing to, to give all the positive encouragement. Uh, it's very appreciated. Uh, so one way that you can give back just a little bit extra is just to go and leave the five-star review, go and leave a written comment on the podcast on Apple and Spotify. That five-star review and the written comments do go a long way uh, in helping grow the stream and continuing to give people just the confidence they need to take on this financial journey uh, that they are on. So I appreciate it. I appreciate you and I appreciate you tuning in this week. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.